put a smile on your face and act like what you've desired and prayed about has come to pass already. Because you know what? In God's eyes, it already has. He is the God that calls things that are not as though they were. He said to Abraham, I've made you a father of many nations. And he's saying to you today, you are healed. You are delivered. You are blessed. You are forgiven. You are free. Hey everybody, I'm so glad you're able to join us today as we continue our series on overcoming anxiety. I really believe this is an important subject and uh, the reality is it's one that all of us struggle with to some degree or another. You know, maybe some more than others, but I, I do believe all of us at times are tempted to be anxious and afraid. And, uh, and, and you know, this is something that, you know, irrespective of what how old you are or you know whether you're male or female or uh, you know what part of the world you're in and um, all of us face uh, issues that can cause us anxiety and so uh, you know Jesus acknowledged this in the gospel of John when he said in this world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer I've overcome the world and so Jesus acknowledged that uh, that we would have trials that we would have challenges and and yet each time we face one, we, we act surprised uh, and, and, and many times we get frustrated and sometimes we even blame God. And um, But, you know, the Lord made it clear that we would face challenges. And, and this is the thing, you know, uh, there are many people who are anxious about so many different things, whether it's, you know, anxiety about their health or about their marriage or about their children or their career or their ministry or, uh, you know, some people are anxious that they might lose their mind or that they might lose their memory or that they might get sick, even if they're not sick. And, um, uh, you know, and this is what the devil does. He, and he does very well in terms of, of um, robbing, uh, killing, and and destroying. Jesus said in John ten and verse ten, that's what he comes to do. And 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 many times his most effective weapon is suggestion. Um, you know, he suggests these fears to us. He whispers, um, you know, these negative thoughts into our minds. And uh, and and like I said, we start to feel anxiety, or or, or like I said, that anxiety may 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 come uh, all of a sudden out of nowhere. Um, uh, you know, you're in great form and then suddenly you open your 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 bank statement or you go on, check it on your app, most likely, um, any of you that are younger. Uh, and uh, maybe there isn't as much there as you as you hoped or maybe there's nothing at all. And uh, or maybe it's an electricity bill or, or, or you're fearful about, you know, paying your mortgage or um, I really believe that at this particular time, there are many people who are struggling with anxiety and i think the first thing to clarify is this is there's no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus you know uh, uh, condemning yourself and and blaming yourself uh, you know isn't really accomplishing anything um I, I think the first key is simply to acknowledge um you know that you're feeling anxious and not to deny that you know uh, uh, but also recognize that there are answers in God's word and you know I've gone through a, a number of them already over the last uh, two teachings and um, if you've missed them I'd encourage you just to to check them out and I do think you will find them helpful and um, you know we've been we've been tr going through Psalm 23 because I think Psalm 23 is is such a wonderful Psalm because for me it 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 reveals the heart of the father 
And, um, you know, one of the, I, I think some of the most precious memories I have as a father, and, you know, God bless me with a wonderful wife and five beautiful children. And, um, you know, I still remember those days when after they were fed and, uh, you know, my wife would give me the kid to, to win them. And sometimes, uh, uh, you know, the kid would just, they'd be just lying there with their, their head against your, your, your shoulder, against your neck, and just uh, quietly just sitting there totally contented. And uh, sometimes they'd just fall asleep right there in your arms. And, uh, you know, really that is such a precious it's a precious thing to have kids. It really is. It's a it's a precious thing because, you know, ultimately, all of us long to love and be loved. And that's what we were created for. We were created to love. And, and that's why hate never feels natural. That's why we never feel physically well when we're angry and agitated and uh, frustrated and full of, you know, meditating on the wrongs that were done to us and stewing in our anger. Uh, uh, frustrated because of our resentment, um, those things will affect you physically. You know, one of the greatest things you can do is, you know, like the Disney song, just let it go. And um, and so that is that is very important. But, um, you know, it, it was just such a beautiful experience to have your kid just fall asleep and, and uh, because they were at a place of rest, they were at a place of peace. And, you know, that's where God wants to bring all of us um, you know, because a little baby isn't worried about paying the bills or where the next meal is coming from or anything like that, you know. And and, and so I think Psalm 23, uh, you know, like I said, reveals the heart of the father and and also, you know, exemplifies to us the, the, the kind of trust that, that God wants us to have in him. You know, God is pleased when we trust him and God wants us to trust him. Um, and, and, you know, the very fact that we're anxious is that we're trying to come up with the answers ourselves. And um, and so I'm just going to read it and then we're just going to go through some, some, some points along the way. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. And so... This psalm starts by making a, a, a declaration of who God is and what he does for us. And the first thing is he's our shepherd. And because he's our shepherd, we shall not want. And, um, you know, sheep sheep are, 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 are a very beautiful animal. They're a very trusting animal. And, and I, I've never seen a, a sheep going to a psychologist um, or taking Xanax or, or being worried. Um, you know, the sheep trusts the shepherd. And uh, I think this is what we need to do is is recognize that, you know what, because the Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want. And and like another version says, the Lord's my shepherd, I do not want for anything. Amen. And so the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Uh, he makes me. And sometimes God has to make us uh, because sometimes we can get agitated. Uh, we can get ourselves wrapped up in a knot. We can get so anxious and again if you allow anxiety uh, to rule you ultimately it will ruin you and um, and and this is where we have to learn to resist anxiety um, you may or may not be able to change the circumstances immediately that are causing anxiety um, you know if you're in debt or if you're having a problem in your marriage or your kid is far from God um, it's wonderful when God changes things in a moment but you know what uh, faith is learning to trust him even in the storm. And, uh, you know, I love it says in the book of Psalms, I, I, I will trust you. And it says, until this storm is past, 
And uh, sometimes you have to hold fast, like the Bible says, what you have, that no man take your crown. Sometimes you have to hold fast in the storm. And, um, you know, because sometimes God stills the storm. Other times he stills you in the storm. <laughs> Amen. And uh, But, you know, I love when Christ said, peace be still. And uh, he brought a stillness to the storm, and that's wonderful. But even if the storm doesn't get still immediately, um, uh, he says that to your soul. Peace be still. Uh, don't be afraid. Don't be anxious. Um, because he said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Amen. So, you know, God is our shepherd, and sometimes he makes us lie down in green pastures. Um, and uh, it says, he restores my soul. If you want to know the key to the restoration of your soul, uh, your mind, your will, your emotions, uh, the restoration of your mind, uh, it's contained in the Bible. The Word of God is soul food. Amen. It is food for your soul. And if you will take the time to meditate upon it, it will change you. It will and it, it will teach you a different way to live. Um, it will teach you a different way to think, a different way to, re to respond. Because the Bible says we have the mind of Christ. And, you know, Jesus was under severe pressure at times. And, and uh, I'm sure at times it was overwhelming. Um, you know, people coming and going and people coming with so many needs, etc. And, uh, you know, the Bible says at the tomb of Lazarus, Jesus wept. And uh, it might seem like a strange thing to do when he's about to raise Lazarus from the dead. But I believe he did so because in that moment he saw all of mankind with, with um, you know, all of our burdens and sorrows and problems and challenges and, and heartbreak and, you know, every bereaved um, uh, son, our daughter, every bereaved father, our, our, our mother, every bereaved son, uh, our sorry, husband, our wife. I mean, uh, he saw every situation, I believe, in his omnipotence. Uh, and, and, you know, he felt for us. And uh, we have not a savior as unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, one who is tempted in all points, like as we are, yet without sin. And so remember, even if nobody else understands you, God does. Even if you don't understand yourself, the Lord does. He understands you. He sees you. You know, he is the God who sees you. Um, and, and this is how he revealed himself to Hagar, uh, we see in, in Genesis, um, you know, the mother of the, the Arab people, uh, the mother of Ishmael. He, 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 he revealed himself to her in, in a place where she was going off into the desert, and she, she called him the God who sees me. And, and I think that is such a beautiful um, a picture of the God we serve. He sees you even if nobody else does. Um, he knows you. He, he cares about you. He loves you. And, and, and this is why we can trust him because he is our shepherd. And um, so uh, in Genesis chapter, uh, sorry, Exodus chapter 3, uh, God says to Moses, I'm the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face uh, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I've surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt, and I've heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. And uh, in some ways that may on one level describe people in the world who don't know Christ, and they're lost in their sin, and their brokenness, and their confusion. Um, I mean, our generation has no moral compass, and and, and, and as a consequence, you're seeing so much brokenness, so much pain, so much dysfunction, uh, so many children uh, growing up without a father, um, growing up around abuse or addiction uh, and, and brokenness and, and, and in many instances in, in poverty and lack. 
and uh, it's it's tragic because uh, you know our generation uh, needs to come back to Christ and uh, our generation needs to rediscover truth and and to come out of darkness into the light and and there's no condemnation um uh, for those who are in Christ Jesus and and you know God God isn't he's not out to get people he loves them he loved them so much he gave his son Jesus and this is our job as the church is to take the gospel uh, to people and you might say well what does this got to do with anxiety everything because when you understand that God understands when you recognize that God cares uh, and and you know that even if you don't see it right now even if you don't see his provision even if you don't see his healing right now even if you haven't seen his deliverance yet I would put yes um, uh, at the end of every one of those uh, uh, sentences or issues or problems or trials because his, 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 the answer will come. Um, the healing will come. The provision will be manifested. Um, you know, the, 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 the direction will be seen. The, the, the breakthrough will be revealed um, because this is the God we serve. Um, uh, but here he said, I've seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. And so one on one level, it can describe people in the world who are away from God. But I think it could also describe many of his children who are away from him, whether they're away from him in, in sin and rebellion or, or whether they're just, you know, wandering through the wilderness of, of um, you know, uh, having a broken heart or or you know struggling with with sickness or or with with some disease or some uh, maybe depression maybe they're uh, overwhelmed by by despair uh, by fear uh, maybe they're having panic attacks or anxiety i understand i mean you know my wife uh, went through a very dark season about uh, 5 or 6 years ago now where um you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't sure in the natural if she was going to come out of that. I was believing and I was trusting, but I had no proof. And um, but, you know, God, God was faithful. But, you know, for a season, she went through some uh, really debilitating um, uh, uh, panic attacks and anxiety and fear. And, and she had to fight her way out of that. And so I understand there may be people watching today and that's where you are and and you know maybe you're on medication and and uh, you know there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ and 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 recognize that you know God will minister to you where you are and 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 I think it's important to understand as well I mean there are some Christians who who um you know dismiss doctors and and medicine and uh, I, I don't believe that's responsible. I, you know, I, I thank God for the doctors. And, you know, for a time, my wife was on medication, but I, I praise God. He uh, he brought her out of that and he got her off that and she's not on in anything today. And I give God the glory because he's a healer. He's a redeemer. Uh, he's able to turn things around. And um, and, and so it, it, it's just important for us to recognize that, uh, you know, no matter where life finds you today, um, the answer isn't found in, in beating yourself up because too many times that's what our religious mindset teaches us to do and, and we just we feel even worse because we, we're condemning ourselves and we're in, in many instances uh, feeling like it's our fault and there's no way out and, um, and, uh, but I think it's important to recognize that you have an enemy and, and you are in a battle 
And, and Paul the Apostle acknowledged that. He says, you know, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against powers, rulers, principalities, etc. And that's why he said, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And uh, so you have to be strong and you have to recognize you are in a battle. But recognize that in the battle, the Lord sees you, he knows you, and he has not forgotten you. Amen. He sees you where you are. Even if everybody else has forgotten you, God hasn't. He loves you and he's with you. He's Emmanuel, our God with us. And this is why he said to Moses, I've surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt. I've heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. And so God is acquainted with your pain. He is acquainted with your problem. He is very familiar with your struggles and with your battles. Um, he's well aware of your past, of, of your successes and of your failures. And still he loves you. And even when you don't believe in yourself, he believes in you. And, and, and so I just want to encourage you to um, just open your heart as we, as we continue on this, because I really believe God will set you free from anxiety. Whatever um, way that anxiety is manifesting itself, whether with sleeplessness or, or uh, you know, an inability to concentrate or panic attacks or depression or, or, or you know, whatever way, it, like I said, it is affecting you, you can be set free. Because again, John 16, 33, in this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I've overcome the world. And so remember, we're walking in the footsteps of our master. And just as he has overcome, we can overcome too. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. So just say that to yourself today. I'm an overcomer. Glory to God. Uh, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Um, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. And I thank you, Lord, that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So fear, you are going to have to go in Jesus' name. Amen. So anyway, back to Psalm 23. And it says, he restores my soul. And so even as you're listening to these podcasts on a weekly basis, your mind is being renewed. And I would encourage you to go through the Bible verses, read them for yourself, highlight them in your Bible, and meditate upon them. And uh, I know we're living in the, the TikTok, you know, 10-second soundbite generation. Uh, but you know what? It's important for us to take time to reflect on the deep truths contained in God's Word. Because Jesus said that you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. You see, it's truth that liberates us. It's truth that sets us free from darkness. And so uh, this is why it's good that when you read the Bible, read it out loud so that you're not just seeing it, you're also hearing it. And take your time. Don't rush. Sometimes people are so focused, oh, I have to read uh, three chapters or five chapters or ten chapters. You know what? You're better off just reading one chapter or uh, even half a chapter and just giving it time. To, to reflect on what you're actually reading. Think about it. You know, get a good study Bible and, um, and get the word deep in your heart. But it says, He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. So God never promised that we wouldn't go through dark times. He never promised that we wouldn't face some storms. And, and this is why we don't have to be anxious even like I said, if we are facing challenges or if you're in the midst of a storm and you feel like you're hanging on for dear life. And this is what the Bible says, that 
Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And this is where it's important to understand you cannot give place to fear in your life. The Bible says, I will not fear. We choose faith, not fear. And uh, I remember a good good friend of mine, uh, the late Frank Cairns, um, not long before he died, he just got this revelation in Psalm 23 about how it's only the, sh- the shadow of death. It's not death itself because death kind of touch us. And so you just go through the valley of the shadow of death at times. Like I said, sometimes you can see death's shadow uh, and, uh, you know, manifest in its various forms. Um, but we do not have to fear. Uh, even though, like I said, we you might be passing through the shadow of something uh, in your life, but you do not have to fear it. You don't have to fear it because it has no power over you because Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace and he is your shepherd. The Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. For you are with me. And this is why we don't fear because the Lord is with us. Even in the darkest day of your life, even in the toughest times, the Lord is still with you. He is our Emmanuel, God with us. And he promised in Hebrews uh, chapter 13 that never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. And so we, we have this promise that we have God's presence in every situation in Jesus' name. And it says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Amen. And so uh, the, the Lord's rod and his staff is there and, and he comforts us. He protects us. Um, because you know the, uh, the 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 rod and the staff, uh, you, you know the, his staff had a crook in it, so it would be able to pull the uh, the sheep out when it was stuck in a in a rut, stuck in a hole. And and let's be honest, all of us at times fall into uh, problems or challenges or messes of our own making. Let's let's be honest. Um, sometimes it's a mess of our own making, but even then. And even there, the Lord in his mercy ministers to us. The Lord in his mercy reaches out to us. And he, I don't know how many times he's done it for me. He's plucked me out of a hole, whether it was a hole of uh, sin or or despair or discouragement or or fear, anxiety or confusion. Uh, You see, the Lord is our shepherd and, and, and with his staff, uh, there's times he just pulls us out of things and it may even be a relationship you know some toxic influence toxic relationship that's that's uh you know i i i look remember particularly as a young man there was relationships that were uh, they were not good influences and god delivered me he's in and even before i was saved he did that for me and it's not just the staff it's the rod because the rod is there n- not for you it's for your enemies um because the predators the shepherd with his rod will will whack them over the head and drive them off. And uh, so I'm so glad the, the good shepherd is looking out for us. And, and, and we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be anxious um, because we walk in his protection. Uh, we walk in his provision. And, and again, this is the greatest reason to not be anxious is because uh, he lives just like that old song goes. Uh, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Uh, Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future. And life is worth the living just because he lives. And let me say this. There are Christians today who have never struggled with anxiety, who are struggling with it today. Um, uh, Particularly because they're maybe overly focused on the end times. Um, 
and uh, certainly I for one uh, w- would acknowledge that that at times I've I've uh, been tempted to be deeply discouraged by some of the things that are happening um you know in the world over the last last number of years and um uh, and and yet notwithstanding that I've I've also come to the place of realizing that some of the, the these things have to happen uh, the Lord has prophesied that there would be uh, in the end days that there would be famines and pestilences and wars and deception and all of these uh, and, and this great falling away that we're seeing in the church. And so the Lord warned us about these days. And so we don't have to be anxious because even when it looks like things are out of control, God is still in control. Amen. And uh, even even when it seems like we're surrounded by chaos, God is in control. He sits on the throne. The Bible says, God sits in the heavens and he laughs in uh, Psalm 2. And so uh, God laughs and we need to laugh as well. And sometimes the best thing you can do is just laugh and, and just realize, you know what, Lord, you're in control. My times are in your hands. It's you who changes the times and the seasons. And you know what? Uh, th- there's nothing the devil can do uh, to stop us in Jesus' name from fulfilling our destiny. And... Um, uh, and, and, you know, Sam, Sam 2 says, Why do the nations rage and the people's plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bonds and pieces and cast away their cards from us. I, I believe this, in many respects, is speaking of those globalists who have decided that they want a great reset. They want to uh, reimagine society. And when they're talking about, you know, casting, uh, uh, casting away his... Uh, breaking off his bonds, you know, casting uh, away their cords. Uh, you know, I believe that's looking to erase the moorings upon which our civilization has been built, the Judeo-Christian values, um, you know, that that really helped to, to form, uh, influence and, and guide um, our society uh, thus far and helped uh, to create, you know, what we call the Western world. And... Uh, uh, you know, Western Christendom. I'm, I'm not saying our societies have always lived up, um, you know, to the high and lofty um, standards as presented in God's word. And yet um, they certainly have played a major part in influencing, um, in influencing us and guiding us and forming us. And, uh, and, and so even when they're talking about casting these off, um, the Bible says, he who sits in the heavens shall laugh. Why? Because with all of their plots and all of their agendas and all of their scheming, they're on earth. He's in heaven. He is high and lifted up. He is God. He alone is God. And and we serve the only God, the living God. He who is the truth, the way, and the life. And this is why we don't have to be anxious. We don't have to be afraid because the Lord is in control. It says, the Lord shall hold them in derision Then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure. Yet I've set my king on my holy hill of Zion. This is Jesus Christ. I will declare the decree. The Lord has said to me, you're my son. Today I've begotten you. You see, Jesus Christ is the son of God and Jesus Christ is God. Verse 8, ask me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. And so remember something. Uh, Whatever you're tempted to be anxious about, God laughs at it. He's not laughing at you. He's laughing at it, whatever that thing may be. Whatever that thing that is attacking your life, 
are seeking to destroy you or destroy your family. That that voice that's telling you you're going to lose your mind, God laughs at it. That 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 thing that tells you it's going to uh, kill you uh, through that disease, uh, God laughs at it. You know that that death that the enemy whispers in your ear and says you're never going to pay it, you're never going to clear that credit card, you're never going to pay that loan, you're never going to be able to own your own home. God laughs. Why? Because he is God. And you know what? The enemy can scheme, he can plot, he can do what he wants. He cannot prevail against the church. Jesus said, I will build my church. The gates of hell will not prevail against it in Jesus' name. So just remember that the Lord is with you and you are an overcomer and you cannot be defeated. And so remember, the Lord laughs and you need to laugh too. So put a smile on your face today. Just say, you know what? Anxiety, you have no place in me. Fear, I resist you in the name of Jesus. Put a smile on your face and act like what you've desired and prayed about has come to pass already. Because you know what? In God's eyes, it already has. He is the God that calls things that are not as though they were. He said to Abraham, I've made you a father of many nations. And he's saying to you today, you are healed. You are delivered. You are blessed. You are forgiven. You are free. In Jesus' wonderful name. Just believe it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hope you have a blessed day. Thank you for, for watching and hope you can join us again next week as we continue this series on overcoming anxiety in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.